This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. But when you look at these two Monday Night Football games, Mm -hmm. do you think either one of these could be a candidate for a good game? I, oh gosh, well, I don't know. It depends on definition of good. I Here's the thing. When it comes to Rams and Bengals, if Joe Burrow doesn't play, I guess it could be a good game. The spread will tell you it's going to be close, but also I don't want to see Matthew Stafford taking on Jake Browning. Like, I don't want to see that game. Nobody does. Right. So if the Bengals play, I want to see Joe Burrow. And the weird thing is I kind of think it's built into the number that he's not going to play. And yet you think to yourself, well, Teams that start 0-3 make the playoffs less than 3% of the time. Cincinnati has to win this game. I don't know what's going to happen. I do think the Eagles and Bucks might be close. And I do think the Eagles will win. But you never know in the NFL. I mean, the Cowboys got upset yesterday. The Jags got beat by the Texans. You never know. Those were double-digit spreads. This is at 5 right now with the Eagles laying the 5. I don't know. These are two very good defenses. And if you look at the Bucks rushing defense, second overall in the NFL. Now that's one of the Philadelphia's, that's one of Philadelphia's strengths, right? They're second in the NFL at rushing the football. So it's going to be strength versus strength. But the one thing I will say when it comes to Tampa is that say what you want to about Baker Mayfield. He still has some weapons, but the Tampa defense is still pretty good and can keep them in game. So I kind of think that's what's going to happen here. So When it comes to which game is going to be the best, I definitely think it's going to be Tampa and Philly. I think so as well. And I think if you think Mm it has a chance of being a close game, you take the points with the underdog. And sneakily, five is actually a key number when it comes to results. Like, have you heard that uh, terminology that five is actually more key than you might expect? Because I think people think that it's just always multiples of seven. But if you follow these games, like there's field goals and there's touchdowns. And, you know, so eventually if the game is high scoring enough, you will see games decided by five points. So I think the way to go about this one is to take the points with the Bucks. I think they can at least hang. And we've seen the Eagles this year. They just haven't looked super dominant. At some point, I do think they return back to that form. It's just they're working in new coordinators. They haven't looked quite in sync, as in sync as I would have expected this year. Like I've been on the Eagles in some of their games mm-hmm. and I've lost. Uh, so it's time to take the other side. Although the sabotage factor definitely is, will Baker Mayfield turn back into a pumpkin at some point? Because there's a reason he has been shipped off to many a team. It's because he hasn't had the staying power and he's had problems with turnovers. If there is a defense that's good at, you know, turning the ball over, it's the the, the Philadelphia Eagles. We saw it last year. Maybe their secondary isn't quite as good as they were last year, but still. 
I feel like they are fully capable of picking off Baker Mayfield, maybe in a big situation here, uh, and maybe for a game-changing one. Let's talk about the total, because I feel Mm -hmm. like you have a stronger opinion on this. It is uh, set at 45, which anything over 40, like I feel more comfortable with if you're hitting an under when it gets into the 39s and the 38s. That's when I start to squirm. But 45, it feels like a healthy total here. Yeah, I I and I really like your idea of maybe doing a six point teaser, right? You tease this up to 51 and then maybe you tease the bucks, you get them at 11. So I like that quite a bit. That's something I would look at. But it just feels like to me that when you talk about that Buccaneers defense, which I was just pontificating about, I they're very good. The problem is, can the Bucs be dynamic enough on offense to sort of keep up with other teams that do put points on the board? I think they can here. And then also, what do the Eagles want to do? They want to run the football. football. They really do. So, again, you're talking about a Bucs defense that's good at stopping the run, but the Eagles are going to run the football. There's no question. That is their bread and butter. It has been so far this season. And so what does that mean? It means we're going to see time taken off the clock. And also, when you talk about the Eagles offense, if you're thinking about an under, this is not an offense because they lost Shane Steichen last year and because they have Brian Johnson now. I think the Eagles are still learning how to play under a similar offensive system, but frankly, you know, a a new coordinator and new coordinators have different ideas, different ways to go about doing things. So because the Eagles haven't quite been as explosive as we saw last season, because they want to run the ball, because the Bucs are good at stopping the run, to me, that all points towards an under. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I think so as well. And primetime owners have been super hot, dating back to the last mm-hmm. four years, hitting at over a 60% clip. Primetime unders have truly been the play. One more for that game. Jalen Hurts, anytime touchdown, plus 110. Feels oh. like some good value there. On We were just talking about how the Eagles want to run the football. It feels like when they are in that formation at the goal line where, you know, you've seen it, uh, Jalen Hurts just snakes it in. Mm-hmm. I feel like that works every time. Like, why can't my Titans do that? They just can't because we don't have the offensive line, but the Eagles do. So uh, one final play, if you like any time touchdowns. Let's get to the other game. We have the Rams and the Bengals. Uh, we've got a point and a half spread. Cincy minus one and a half. Total of 43 and a half. It feels like a huge puzzle piece is missing from this game, which makes it very difficult to handicap. We don't know if Joe Burrow is going to play. Who's the backup for the Bengals? Jake Browning? Yeah. There is a huge discrepancy between those two quarterbacks, which makes me feel like I don't even want to touch this one. Uh, no way. Now, I will say this. If you believe Joey Burrow's going to play, 
then grab Bengals minus one and a half because this line opened Bengals laying three and a half, and that line has continued to go down. Money coming in on the Rams. I keep saying this, but it's so it's such a quandary in that we don't know how serious that calf injury is, and everything says this is going to be a game time decision. But the Bengals cannot start 0-3. But here's the thing, Chelsea. Another thing you have to look at when you say, well, he has to play. They can't start 0-3. If this injury is serious enough and they win and then he's out for the next three or four games because it gets worse, then what's the point of winning this game if he needs one more week to get better, you sacrifice that week, and then all of a sudden he needs a month, month and a half to get better because this is not a new injury. This is an injury that goes back to the same one that held him out for weeks during training camp. The Bengals were in a really tough spot as far as making a decision here, and I kind of think if it comes down to it and it's built into the number, they might just have to go with Jake Browning and just roll the dice and see what happens, and if that's the case, I like the Rams. Well, even if Joe Burrow plays, you can tell that he's not 100% healthy mm-hmm. and he hasn't been himself this year. Yeah. I think that's the biggest factor. Like, even if Joe Burrow plays, like, there's no guarantee that he's going to snap his fingers and magically turn back it's into true. himself that we saw last season. So I think that's built into the number. Like you said, if they believed in Joe Burrow, this line would be much higher because it is a must win. It feels like for the Bengals. What are the stats on teams that go 0-3 to start the year on them making the postseason? What is it, like some tiny percentage? Oh, it's less than 3%. It's minuscule. Yeah, so it is it's a must minuscule. win. Yes, it is a must win, no question. That's why we were talking about before the games last week when the Chargers faced the Vikings yesterday, and we thought, okay, relative to expectations, this is a must-win game for the Chargers. And they got it done, but it was close. So when you're talking about expectations for the Rams – is it a must win for the No, the Rams have already won a game, but but more than that, the Bengals, the Bengals have Super Bowl aspirations. And the AFC is so very difficult. They have to win this game. It is a must win for Cincinnati. Zach Taylor has a very difficult decision to make tonight. Well, if you believe in must-win situations, you can get the Bengals on the money line for minus 130. One other play I was looking at in this game, Mm -hmm. Matt Stafford has been absolutely slinging it. In his Mm -hmm. first two games, over 300 yards passing in each. His prop is set, I believe, at 253.5. I believe he probably goes over this. But also, this factors in the Bengals as well. You need to be behind, you know, to be slinging it. And also, the Bengals defense has done a great job of limiting opposing quarterbacks when it comes to their passing yards. Deshaun Watson barely put put up anything. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I believe, was at 221. But still, Matt Stafford, I think he's going to sling it. That's how the Rams stay in this game. Uh, And I think that's probably going to be the case. We'll see when it comes to Monday Night Football. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.